Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, May 31st, 2022. Stand up for your country. Well, obviously, I'm back from seven days in California. We had a very smooth trip. I'm going to tell you about it at the end of the broadcast. And, uh, I think you'll enjoy that segment. Uh, obviously, um, lots of breaking news today, including the uh, acquittal of Michael Sussman in the Trump uh, Russian collusion thing, the Durham investigation. I just talked with President Trump. Uh, we're taping this uh, mid-afternoon. I talked to him about 10 minutes ago before air. So I'll have that report for you. And then we have Dinesh D'Souza on the broadcast, as well as Brett Tallman to talk about trial. But first, the Talking Points memo is about President Biden's gun problem. He has a gun problem, Joe Biden. And you have to stick with me here. Um, I hope that you read my uh, column slash message of the day about the gun situation. I think that is the best analysis you will see about how to solve the problem. Okay, you might not just you might not agree with me. Uh, That's fine. I respect dissent. You know that. But if people would pay attention to what I am saying, gun violence in this country would drop drastically. And there's no doubt about it. But the problem is that President Biden has no solutions. Neither does the media that props him up. They have no solutions at all, none. So they want to ban this, they want to ban that, they did that, ba-boom, ba-ba-ba-boo. It's all a bunch of garbage because it's not going to diminish the problem at all. Not, not, Not at all. Now, Republicans, conservatives don't trust Joe Biden. The same thing, liberals, Democrats don't trust Donald Trump. Exactly the same. There's no difference. Once you say Joe Biden to a Republican conservative, you, it's over. They don't like him. They're never going to like him. They don't believe him. The same thing with Trump and liberal Democrats. So that you have the leadership in this country is divisive. Sometimes it's their fault, sometimes it isn't, but that's the truth. Now, here is Joe Biden's signature gun sound on tape. Go. And remember, the Constitution, the Second Amendment, was never absolute. You couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was back. You couldn't go out and purchase a lot of weapons. That's absolutely false. That's not even close to being true. The president of the United States does not understand the Constitution or the country. I mean, you couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. False. Eh. You could buy whatever you wanted. There were no limitations about buying armaments in colonial America. Now, certain states and districts could prohibit, but not the federal government. In fact, The first legislation about firearms was 1934. 1934. That's a little bit after the Constitution and the Second Amendment were put into play. Mr. President, Biden knows nothing. It's like an eighth grader running the country. And I don't want to insult eighth graders. Okay, so in 1934, the National Firearms Act was passed, the NFA. And this was because of Al Capone and Babyface Nelson, all people I write about in Killing the Mob. 
They had machine guns are running around, killing a lot of people. President Roosevelt passed a thing that um, basically didn't ban the guns, but charged the manufacturers of machine guns an enormous amount of tax so they wouldn't make them. All right. That's what happened in 1934 off the bank robbers and the prohibition gangsters. In 1938, there was a Federal Firearms Act, um, the FFA, and that said that gun manufacturers and dealers had to get a license to sell, not buyers, just dealers. So the federal government would know who was selling guns. That's it up until uh, modern times. Now, the other side, the NRA, which had a convention in Texas over the weekend. They don't want any compromise. They don't want anything. All right, free fire zone, pardon the punt. Roll tape. It's time to restore the American precept that each individual is accountable for his actions. And that's why we, the NRA, will never ever stop fighting for the right of the innocent and the law-abiding to defend themselves against the evil criminal element that plagues our society. Okay, so you're not going to get any give from the NRA and the gun people. They're not going to give you anything. So both sides are dug in, and the NRA has no solution to the mass killing in Texas where 19 children were gunned down by a madman who was 18 years old himself. The NRA has no solution to that because there is no solution to it. There's no solution to it. There's 400 million guns in this country. So you're going to ban them? Okay, what happens to the 400 million? Nothing. You can't go in and confiscate them because they were legally purchased, most of them. And Congress will not pass a law that federalizes gun crimes. If you read my message, and I go through this, and the final thing is bad parenting, we have millions, tens of millions of derelict parents whose kids are running wild in drug gangs, this kid in Texas, the kid in New York, in Buffalo. Nobody's watching these kids, and they're sick. And the government can't, not going to be able to do anything. Red flag laws, yes. And I write about that, how that should go down. So I hope you read it. But the bottom line on this is that neither side is going to give in and even if Congress passed a law banning ARs or what or, or all, it wouldn't do a thing. The criminals don't buy guns legally. And that would only enhance the drug, the drug, the gun black market. Just like illegal drugs. They can't stop them. Not going to stop illegal guns. Because they won't do what's necessary, which is punitive measures. Okay. Right now, the Supreme Court is deliberating a case filed in Rensselaer County, New York, challenging the right to carry a pistol uh, in New York State. All right. Concealed carry permit that New York State, one of the most prohibitive in the guns, very hard to get a carry permit. here, Very hard. So two men sued. Supreme Court is looking at it now. That'll come out in the next week or two. Over the Memorial Day weekend, three 
it was unbelievable. 30 people were killed by firearms and the criminals that pull the trigger, right? 30. Philadelphia, 15 deaths, 15 wounded. Two of the victims are African-American, but the authorities in Philadelphia won't tell you who the perpetrators were because they were African-American. All right. Same thing in Chicago. All right. 10 killed, 42 injured in Chicago over the weekend. New York City, three killed, seven wounded. Baltimore, five killed, two wounded. Now, if a white shoots a black in America, that's reported instantly. If a black shoots another black or a white, not reported. Will not report it. They'll report the shooting, but you can't get the ethnicity of who the victim is or who the perpetrator is, even though the authorities know. So let me just recap. White shoots a black, bang, right there, headline. Black shoots a black, black shoots a white, nothing. Very, very little coverage of it, mention of it, no description of the perpetrator or the victim. It's just incredible. That's where we are. President Biden had a busy schedule today. He met with the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand. I'm sure they talked about guns and COVID. Uh, then he had lunch with uh, Vice President Harris. Then he met with uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell to discuss the state of the American and global economy. And then at 3 o'clock, he met with BTS. Do you know who that is, BTS? I did not know. He's a South Korean K-pop superstar. I don't even know what that is. But uh, Biden's talking to BTS about Asian inclusion. Now, I could do another initial here. And so we got BTS. You could take the T out of it. But that would be mean. And I don't know BTS. He might be a good guy. Job approval, President Biden, Reuters. Reuters is a left wing, I mean committed left wing news organization do you approve of the job President Biden's doing? 36% approve, 59% disapprove. That's from a left-wing pollster. Believable. Michael Sussman, 57 years old, charged with lying to the FBI about the Hillary Clinton campaign's plan, secret plot, to link the candidate, then-candidate Donald Trump, with a Russian bank. All right? So... Sussman was acquitted today. Jury said he did not lie to the FBI. And I got Brett Tomlin hanging in, but I just want to tell you what Donald Trump said before we get to Brett. So I'm a person who believes in the jury system in America. Donald Trump believes the fix was in because it was a D.C. jury. As I mentioned, I just talked with him. He said there was no way that uh, this was ever going to be a conviction because his name, Donald Trump's name, was behind the charge. So if it had been anybody else, President Trump believes there would have been a conviction because the evidence was there, according to Donald Trump. Okay? Now, let's bring in my, um, probably the best guy, most honest guy about all this stuff, former U.S. attorney for Utah, Brett Tallman. So you've been watching this case. Uh, and last time we talked, we did talk about the jury in the D.C. pool having to be liberal. It's uh, very probably the most liberal area in the country. So you weren't surprised that Sussman was acquitted, correct? 
No, I was not surprised at the acquittal. And in fact, you know, very few people are talking about the, this one important factor. And that is, you know, it's two parties that select a jury. It's the judge that has an impact on who can sit on a jury. And it's the parties themselves, the government and the defense lawyers who have challenges. One thing that's not talked about is the fact that this judge refused to see bias, to find bias in four of the jurors who were Democrat campaign contributors, three of whom to Hillary Clinton, one of whom whose daughter was on the same sports team. Bill, in any other jury across this country, a judge that's that's not political is going to eliminate those for bias sure. immediately. Sure, he refused activists. to do it in this case. Yep. Okay, so that gives Durham the right to appeal. And do you believe he will? No, once the jury has been impaneled, um, the government's uh, appeal rights are very, very limited and they cannot appeal the con consistency of the jury. And so his hands are really tied at this point and that. he he basically has to suffer the loss and move on. OK, now I'm going to play devil's advocate here. So you have to, if you're a jury member, um, convict someone when there's evidence beyond a reasonable doubt. That's how simple it is. Evidence beyond a reasonable doubt leads to a conviction. If that's not there. You have to acquit whether you like them, you don't like them, whatever. In this case, Sussman spoke to FBI counsel James Baker. Nobody knows who he is. Do we have his picture? We'll put a picture up there. Nobody knows who he is. But this was the guy who uh, we don't even have his picture, Brett. <laughs> Maybe we'll get it later. Uh, but this was the centerpiece of the case. And, and he was the FBI counsel. And Sussman went and said, hey, look, I'm not operating out of any malice. I'm a, a citizen who's worried about the country. And that's why I'm bringing you this bogus stuff about Trump. He didn't say bogus, but it was. Now, Baker had said different things when he testified in front of Congress than he said at the trial. Did he not? That's correct. That's right. And, and you hit on a very important point. He was under oath for both. And so Durham really does have to take a look at his testimony as well as Mr. Mook's testimony, where they seem to be inconsistent from prior instances of, of uh, being under oath and, or being investigated and interviewed. So if you are a jury member and you see your main witness, Baker, contradict himself, Makes it pretty easy to acquit, does it not? Yeah, it, it, it makes it easy because the standard is so low when you have inconsistencies like that. I mean, the jury is left to say they, they can just, if their political leanings are pushing them that direction anyway, they need very little yeah. nudging at that point when you That's have right. an inconsistent witness. You give them, you give them a reason. You yep, give them a, exactly. Look, you know, this guy Baker, if you, he's the main witness against Sussman, all right. He's the guy who Sussman allegedly lied to, but he said something different in front of Congress. So how can you uh, how can you convict Sussman? Pretty simple to me. If I were on a jury, I might have said not guilty. I might have said it. Now, can anything happen to Baker? Because he's now, as you pointed out, under oath saying two different things. Yeah, I mean, I guess Durham has to decide what he wants to do with a couple of witnesses who appear to have gone inconsistent uh, statements while under oath. I mean, perjury is an option. Obstruction of justice is an option. You know, the bigger question, though, is does he have 
any wind left in the sails going forward? And are there other targets that he's been, you know, eyeing uh, that, that he's seeking indictments for? Now, it'd be easy for Biden and uh, Merrick Garland to shut all this down because they say, look, we're not going to waste any more of the taxpayer money. Bop, 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 bop. Last word. Yeah, that's that's right. You know, the one thing that I, I think you're you're very wise to point out is what does this do at the Merrick Garland level? Because he now has the ability to say, you know what, this was your big, you know, yeah, introductory case. Right. And, and yet now you, you didn't get an indictment. So let's shut it down. All right, Brad, we appreciate it very much. Thanks. And um, just so all the viewers know, I believe that Hillary Clinton herself and her campaign did this, and it was a dirty trick. They did it, and it was all contrived and designed to bring false information in front of the American voter in October of 2020 so Clinton would win the presidency. That's what I believe. All right. Now, um, this is going to sound a little, but stay with me. It's going to sound a little dubious. Top Gun Maverick. Highest grossing movie since, I don't know, COVID. Uh, worldwide, $280 million. This dopey movie made. $280 million. I haven't seen it. Some of my friends haven't. They loved it. All right. $280 million. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because another movie's out. It's called 2000 Mules, and it's about the election of 2020. See the segue? Movie, movie. All right, now that movie was made by Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, $10 million for an indie is pretty good. And uh, Mr. D'Souza joins us now from Houston, Texas. And uh, thank you for, uh, for coming on. So I want to take this discussion in a different direction, okay? I haven't seen the movie, but I know True the Vote in Texas. I know what they uh, allege. Uh, They zeroed in on Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. They said, look, there was voter fraud here, and it was basically people bundling votes, mail-in votes. We know, of course, that Mark Zuckerberg spent, what did he spend, Uh, $280 billion, some million dollars, some colossal, 330 million, I think it was, to give to groups, to bundle stuff. We know all that. Now there's a guy in Switzerland who apparently did the same thing Zuckerberg did, but the American press won't report it. So I'm going to believe you, Dinesh. I'm going to believe the movie. All right. I don't know whether you got it. It's circumstantial, but let's, for the sake of, of this discussion, say, Dinesh D'Souza nailed it. There was bundling fraud in these key states. Now what? Now what? Can anything happen? Well, I think what needs to happen is really pretty simple, and that is that uh, True the Vote has the cell phone IDs of all these so-called mules. You know, a mule is nothing more than a paid operative who's dropping off these fraudulent or illegal ballots. Now, when you do this cell phone geo-tracking, and by the way, the data is available on the open market, so anybody else can replicate this research. There's nothing, quote, private about it. Uh, And so, uh, True the Vote is making the data available. Anybody else can check it. 
Uh, and then law enforcement normally uh, takes action. And what do they do? They, they unmask the mules. Now, unmasking simply means going to a court and saying we have probable cause to believe something is wrong here. Court gives you a warrant. You go to the cell phone providers. They tell you who these mules are. And then, like in any other operation, if it was drug trafficking, if it was human trafficking, you'd go to the mules and say, who paid you? Uh, who put you up to this? Who organized this whole operation? So that would be the logical step that law enforcement would take in any other area. And I think that would be the logical step in this case as well. Why hasn't it been done? The reason it hasn't been done is because of the politics. So if you look at these five states, it's very interesting, but you have a GOP legislature in the majority of them, but you have Democratic officials that run the state. So for example, that's not true by the way in all five states, but it's true in three of them. So in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, you have Demo Democratic Secretary of State typically, you have Democratic Attorney General. So those guys are not likely to spring into action. Now in Arizona, you have a Republican, Brnovich, and in Georgia, you have a Republican establishment, Brian Kemp and Raffensperger, the Secretary of State. And in Georgia, Raffensperger, to his credit, has said that based upon the data supplied by True the Vote, he is opening, he's reopening, an investigation into illegal ballot trafficking in Georgia. That investigation has been moving kind of slowly by my lights, but it is a direct response to the reports filed by True the Vote. All right. Is there any federal apparatus? Say Donald Trump runs for office and wins the presidency in 2024. Can't he then appoint, have the Justice Department appoint a special prosecutor to go in and look at all of this data? Absolutely. Well, and long before that, the Republican Congress can do it through hearings. So a Republican House under, let's say, Speaker McCarthy, a Republican Senate, uh, could easily investigate these matters through con Congress's powers of investigation. But I don't know, can, does Congress can issue a criminal subpoena, though, can it? I'm not quite sure what, no. what the reach of those hearings is. They might be just informational for starters, right. but let's remember. They, they've got to get, get some agency, and under Biden that's never going to happen, some federal agency to issue, to ask a judge for the subpoenas and get the information that you say you need to prove this once and for all. And I don't believe that's going to happen in the next two years. Yes, they can embarrass the Democratic Party by holding the hearings and having you and others come in, tell them what you know. But unless Georgia really, and I, I don't see it. I don't think there's any drive for this because the backlash, look, look at what you've gone through. The backlash is, is so ferocious, the big lie and D'Souza's a crank. And, you know, I'm sure you've even been threatened, haven't you? I mean, this is the most censored topic in America by far. I mean, right. in digital media, they will censor other things like COVID and climate change, but no topic is more aggressively censored than this one. So I, I think you're right. The, the establishment does not want to reopen this issue. There are even many Republicans who just want to, quote, move on. Uh, they don't want to look back. And, and, and part of it, I think, is that they're not entirely unhappy that at the result of the 2020 election. In other words, they feel like if this was what was, what was necessary to get Trump out of there, okay, let's just, not, let's just pretend nothing happened and march forward. And that's what they're doing. So this movie, in that sense, is, has got tremendous headwinds against it. Now, that being said, 
the topic of what really happened in the 2020 election continues to haunt the American mind. There's like a desperate desire to know. And part of what the movie does that's unique is it doesn't just use the cell phone geo-tracking. It has a lot of surveillance video, four million minutes of it to be precise. And so you actually almost kind of go back to the scene of the crime and you're in a, a time machine and you're able to see what was going on in the days leading up to the 2020 election. And that evidence of your own two eyes is a little bit hard to dismiss completely. How can people see the movie, Dinesh? The website is just 2000mules.com, the number 2000mules.com. I've put the movie only on uncancelable platforms, so it's not in the familiar places like Apple, iTunes, or Amazon Prime. Uh, but, it's, but if you go to 2000mules.com, there's four different ways to see the movie. All right, we appreciate it very much. Thanks, and if you get any updates, please let us know. I will. Okay. Last week was a very bad week for Nancy Pelosi. Her husband, 82-year-old Paul Pelosi, arrested uh, DUI, Napa Valley, California. Uh, there was an accident. He uh, is charged, $5,000 bail. He's out. The guy's a very wealthy man. Um, I'm not going to say any more about it. I don't know about it. But um, that was an arrest. Now, that comes on the heels, as you know. And again, I hope you read my column on this. It's posted on BillOReilly.com about uh, Archbishop Cordelone in San Francisco telling Nancy Pelosi, don't approach for communion because you are not eligible to receive it. That is a huge embarrassment for Mrs. Pelosi, who makes a fairly big deal out of being a, a Catholic. So uh, after uh, the archbishop sanctioned her, here's what the speaker said. So let's just say that, uh, I, you know, I wonder about death penalty, which I am opposed to. Mm. So is the church, but they take no action against people who may not share their view. That's just dumb. OK, so in the last 10 years, there have been. 7,500,000 abortions, at least in the United States, 7,500,000 in 10 years. OK, this is according to the CDC. Death penalty executions, 341. So this woman who is not intellectually capable of doing anything, in my opinion, she and President Biden are you know, Confederates in ignorance. She actually making a comparison between the death penalty and abortion. It's, it's just mind boggling. And I don't know of any Catholics who are promoting the death penalty. But yeah, we need more death penalty. Who's doing that? No one. Yet Nancy Pelosi goes, yeah, we need more abortions. We got to make it easier. If Nancy Pelosi do one thing, she wouldn't be sanctioned by the Catholic Church. Say, so, look, we'd like to uh, have a bill that says adoptions will be subsidized by the federal government alongside abortion. Has Nancy Pelosi done that? No, she has not. So Cordelione did the right thing, but he took hell for doing it. Pardon the pun. The worst San Francisco, I was out there in California. San Francisco Chronicle and L.A. Times were hysterical about it. They were melting down about it. And MSNBC put this guy on. Roll the tape. 
If it was not political, then the archbishop would be barring people from getting communion who are in support of the death penalty, for example, or who refuse uh, to protect our environment, or uh, who refuse to provide baby formula for uh, kids uh, who are having trouble uh, getting it. That's just insane. Insane. Baby formula? <laughs> and I'm showing you this because the reporters, they're not reporters. They say, uh, 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 yeah, death penalty, abortion, yeah. Yeah, that's a moral equivalency. It's staggering. That guy, by the way, is an ordained minister in the United Church of Christ at Pacific University. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. All right. Uh, now to Pope. Now nah, get serious. So I'm a Catholic, you know that, but I'm now not a Catholic for the sake of this segment. Though I'm not a Catholic, I'm a journalist. So Pope Francis uh, appoints a number of cardinals, one of whom is Bishop Robert McElroy of San Diego. Now McElroy is a very liberal guy who says that abortion is being singled out to the detriment of other evils, and he will not sanction anyone who promotes or even has an abortion. McElroy. That's as liberal as you get in the Catholic Church. You don't get more liberal than that. Francis appoints him a cardinal, but not Cordleone, the conservative archbishop, who is, you know, in much... He's a much higher level cleric. Now, what does that tell you? It tells you that Pope Francis is a leftist. And again, I'm not speaking as a Catholic. I'm speaking as a journalist. And he is. He's a Jesuit liberation theology guy from South America. He doesn't believe that the church should publicly sanction anyone who promotes abortion. He doesn't believe it. Now, what does that do to the, it weakens the church because the church life is the essential issue. So Pope Francis is infallible on theology. This isn't theology. This is politics. But most people don't understand that. They don't understand what the Pope's theology, if Pope Francis said something like that theologically, like abortion's not a sin, which he hasn't. Francis said abortion is a grave sin. 
But if he did say abortion is not a sin, he'd be a heretic. Because that's theology. But in politics, he puts forth, I don't know, no sanctions. Just so you know what's happening. All right, COVID summer. Six times as many cases today as one year ago. However, however, they are not as serious. 27% decrease in deaths. Okay? But right now, there's a 570% increase in cases from this day last year. Just saw a friend of mine this morning called me up, got COVID. And, you know, he's not. It's like the flu. He's down for a couple of days. Um, that's what it is now. But it's out there. Be careful. Weekend flight ish. Unbelievable. Over the Memorial Day weekend, delayed flights in America, 26,857. Canceled flights, just over 3,000. So when you go to the airport, and I have to use this machine because I just got the stats on the machine. When you go to the airport, okay, you have 50-50 chance of getting where you want to go in a reasonable amount of time. So my favorite airline, JetBlue, Friday canceled, 6% delayed, 39%, 45% of its flights, okay? Saturday, 49%. Sunday, 33%. Monday, 25%. So you go to the airport, and you're not going to get off. Why? Finally, after I yelled at them, and it went everywhere, you saw it, you remember it, now they admit, we don't have any pilots. We're down 13,000 pilots, the entire U.S. airline industry. See? And I got it right between the eyes, because I told the truth. They were lying to me at JetBlue, lying right to my face. I don't really subscribe to that, if you know what I mean. Gas prices up three cents from yesterday. Out in California, I paid $6.75 a gallon of gas in California. Average right now, $4.65. Take a bye, Joe Biden. Bye. That alone. Bye. This day in history, uh, May 31st, 1930. Guess who was born? Clint Eastwood, 92 years old today. Now, arguably, and you know, John Wayne, okay, the most successful actor in history. Began his career in 1955 with the immortal movie Revenge of the Creature. I have seen it. Then he hit it big with Good, the Bad, and the Ugly and the Spaghetti Westerns. Then Dirty Harry, my favorite. Dirty Harry. Eastwood took it right between the eyes for making that movie. And now, if you watch it, it really resonates. All these years later. He did Magnum Force and a bunch of other follow-ups to Dirty Harry. 1992, he did the Unforgiven movie, which was fabulous. One Best Picture, One Best Director for him. He starred and directed in it. Unbelievable. And then again, in 2004, Million Dollar Baby, Best Picture, Best Director, again. I mean, the guy is just unbelievable. So he's 92 years old, and uh, happy birthday, Clint. And one of the funny things that he did that I'll never forget is in 1986, he ran for mayor of Carmel, California, one of the nicest towns in the country, because they wouldn't sell ice cream in the city limits. 
Clint wanted ice cream. Now, he couldn't shoot anybody because he would have been put in a penitentiary, so he ran for mayor and he won, and now they sell ice cream in Carmel, California. Okay. Um, final thought on my trip coming up. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days. You know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Let's do a quick mail segment. Richard, on the uh, message board, you can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. Richard says these shootings are a direct result of the left taking God out of everything they can. There's no fear of God, no respect for his commandments. Video games which involve killing anything that moves with no feelings and therefore no respect for human life. And a lack of parental teaching. Okay, Richard. Not going to argue there. Uh, again, I want everybody to read my analysis of the gun situation on BillOReilly.com, if you would. Daryl, many churches are taking the path of least resistance to keep members, but I believe in doing so they are caving to the devil. Well, certainly the Catholic Church has got a big problem with this abortion issue. William Barbaro, Austin, Texas, Austin, Kentucky. Sorry, William. At a press briefing, why do you think no reporters asked the question, when is the president going to stop breaking the law? On the southern border. He's not breaking the law. He's not enforcing the law. But these White House press people, they don't want to talk about that. They don't want to talk about anything that may look uh, bad to the American people and reflect poorly on the Democratic Party. It's not about Biden. It's about the Democratic Party. Uh, Vaughn Hewlett, Palm Bay, Florida. If President Biden insists on running for re-election, would the Democratic Party override him? Could. you got to compete. That's why he's not going to run. The Democrats don't want him to run. They know he's going to get waxed. Frederick LeClaire, Pace, Florida, just finished killing England. It was great. Like killing the killers and killing the mob, I couldn't put it down. Today I saw killing the rising sun. Hey, Fred, I'm glad you're liking him. Thank you very much for reading all the killing books. There are 11 of them. Terry Curtin, Apex, North Carolina. Bill just finished killing the killers. I've read all of your killing series. This is the best one yet. 
A lot of people say that. Doing very, very well. Number one book in the country again. And um, we appreciate everybody who has supported Killing the Killers. Father's Day. Okay. Coming right up, right? So I want to save you some money. You give dad a premium membership to BillOReilly.com. Get a free book. Any book you want. Okay. Killing the Killers. Any other book. That is a really good bargain. You buy Killing the Killers without the premium membership, say dad's already a PM, you get Killing the Mob free. Now, we've done this because of the gas prices. want to save you money. All right? this, these deals are fabulous. And I've kept the cost of these mugs down. We haven't raised the price. They're made in America. These are fabulous. So all of that, you know, give dad a little homage on his day. Word of the day, no maliquity. I can't even say it. M-A-L-I-G-N-I-T-Y. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> All right, back with uh, my trip in a moment. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Here is the final thought of the day, as you know. Uh, and I've got pictures. And it, I went to uh, California for a week. Hadn't been out there since COVID. I have a lot of friends and a lot of business out there. Flew into San Francisco, immediately avoided San Francisco, went up to Marin County, right over the Golden Gate Bridge, stayed in a beautiful hotel there with a view of San Francisco, Um, and I went to the Met-Giant game, and the Mets won. But the San Francisco Giants were exceedingly nice to us. Classy franchise, Willie Mays, my favorite baseball player of all time. The flight out I booked on American Airlines, it was operated by JetBlue. I guess they want me. I guess JetBlue wants me. I'm standing on the line, the security line. In front of me is a guy eating noodles. Eating noodles. And he's got to go through the wanding and all of that. His wife goes, Andrew, I don't think you should bring noodles through security. Andrew's like 35. So Andrew throws the noodles away. I knew I was going to California. So flight operated by JetBlue, but I paid American, was on time. And the flight crews are great. The flight crews are not the problem. It's the companies themselves and the ground personnel in the airport. Although American coming back was good. Okay, so then I go from San Francisco to one of my favorite places, Monterey, California. Had a great time. Got friends there. Then we went down through Big Sur 
If you haven't been to Big Sur, California, on Route 1, you got to do it. Most beautiful ride in the country. Okay? And we had a great day. Into Santa Barbara. Okay? Lots of friends there. A bunch of South African tourists came over. They loved the no-spin news. They were in Santa Barbara. Then to L.A. And again, I have lots of friends in L.A. L.A. is in trouble. And I'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow and the next day, but L.A. is in trouble. San Francisco is recalling its uh, district attorney this week. We're on it. We're watching it. All in all, I had a very, very good trip to California. As I've said many times, very beautiful state. I got so many friends out there. Some aren't going to leave. Others are. Because between the taxes and the housing costs, working people getting slashed in California. But I'm glad I'm back here on Long Island. And I'm glad you are here watching the No Spin News. Okay? We have two good shows coming up on Wednesday and Thursday. We'll see you then.